Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? <laughs> Did you hear my our our Patreon last week with Michaela? And I was like, I'm Sarah C. And she's like, and I'm Ronnie R. Or something. Uh, <laughs> I'm Ronnie or something. I was like, ooh, payback. That's hilarious. <laughs> Ah, oh, yeah, we did fashion of BravoCon. I saw that. That's so awesome. And then we did Southern Charm since we both watch and we hadn't done it. So I'm like, all right, let's just knock that out. But um, it's so, yeah, because it's so hard, like trying to do two weeks because I always want to talk about the current one. Yeah. And I have, I don't have, like, we won't talk about last week's, but anything you like, two things that you missed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or it kind of leads into this week's anyways. So, did you watch this week's? Yes. Okay, good. Because, like, I like that the most. That and then Salt Lake and then, I don't know. Well, but anyways, we have other stuff first. Um, anything you have that you want to kick off with? Um, let's see. You've been running around like a mad woman? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's like, I feel like it's been... I've had, like, all these things on my calendar to do, and then it, like, kind of, like, ends at Thanksgiving. We're going to Mammoth, and that's, like, my, like, relaxing point. So I have still so many things to get done before then. Tomorrow is my brother's baby shower. Um, So that's, like, uh, that's the big thing tomorrow. And then Ronnie has a birthday party after that. And then we have, like, a bunch of other stuff going on. And then it will be, like, we get in the car and go. You know, like, and I, like, literally can't wait for that. Oh, and um, we're taking Thanksgiving dinner, like, we're making everything before and then taking it so it's, like, done. So Mm. I have that to do on Monday and Tuesday. So I'm just like, ah. And, you know, I'm not great in the kitchen, but I'm attempting a lot of things. Um, Nice. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna give it a shot. Like I'm, I'm really confident in two of my dishes, um, and the other stuff's pretty easy. So it's just like getting my ingredients together, and you know. Whatever. What's the plan for the baby shower food? Baby shower food. Um, they're catering panini grill, which I freaking love. If you guys have not tried that, if you're ever in this area, you it is so delicious. Um, it's like Mediterranean food. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think they're just doing, like, cupcakes. My mom made, like, chocolate chip cookies with, like, blue M&Ms for, like, extra dessert. Um, Oh, it's a boy? It's a boy, yes. The first boy in the family. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's different and fun and... Yeah. Yeah, the girls aren't sure. My girls aren't sure about it because they obviously were like, we want a girl. But um, I think that they're going to love it. It's going to be so fun. Is Sandy invited? Mm-mm. Damn it. I know. Yeah, I'm so sure I... you'll have plenty of stories. Yeah, I I feel like when it's over, I will do a Patreon. <laughs> because um, for you OG listeners, you guys kind of know the story of all this. It's just, it's going to be the first time we're meeting any of her family, the first time we're meeting any of her friends. 
Um, and I just feel like that's like a lot of pressure, you know, like I'm, I like tried to yell at my girls, like you guys better be good. You know, like I don't want to see you throwing yourselves on the floor or like doing anything. Cause everyone's going to be looking at them. Like they're the, you know, like that's my brother's nieces and I don't know. So I'm just, <laughs> I, don't I don't think they would. <laughs> I know. Well, Ronnie obviously will behave, but Daisy is, you know, my little, she doesn't want to do that in front of people though. She's too shy. Yeah, but she might go off to the side or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, yeah. And then my mom, like, invited some people that I don't think she should have, but she tried to, like, include everyone. So I'm just like, I don't know who exactly oh, is going like to show. Oh, like a wedding? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's like, it's it's obviously. She, she's like, I'm not going to get a wedding for the life of me out of either one of these kids. So I guess I got to make this one my wedding. Yeah, they're kind of treating it like a wedding. So I, yeah, I, I just, I think there's going to be just a lot of things tomorrow. It's going to be like an emotional, like just an exhausting day. Anytime like you're like hosting an event like that, it's always like. You know, like, we're arriving, like, four hours early. Like, my mom did all of the centerpieces. Like, she's been working on them for months. Like, she did, um, like, white pumpkins, like, succulent pumpkins, you know, to go on the tables. Like, she rented all the linens for the table. And then, like, kind of at the last second, um, they decided to do fresh flowers, which we – that's why we were doing the pumpkins ahead of time. So, they were just done and ready to go. Uh And now they've added – they got fresh flowers, but they want to do it themselves from Costco. So tomorrow we have to go with all of like our shears and everything and do vases like fresh there, which like that's a little bit stressful, but oh, shit. that's what she wants to do. So we're just like, okay, well, whatever. Huh. Well, she is, it's like that people throw it for you. It's not her own party. There, Yeah, she really kind of is doing it herself. Um, like a lot of her friends are helping. Again, it's kind of, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know what her friends are like or anything like that. So me and my mom just offered to help like as much as we could without, you know, like it's, okay. we don't want to yeah. encroach, you know, like I, I know that feeling of like when someone's trying to push yeah. too hard. So we're trying to just like follow the lead, you know? Okay. I'm like, I certainly didn't ever ask any permissions on what would you like? Yeah. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's a little bit of a weird thing, but yeah, I, I 100% know, like I, like you guys join the Patreon because I will be talk. I will do exclusive footage from the baby shower. And I'm sure that our mammoth trip where I'm staying with Ron and Diane will also be full of stories um because there's like something just always happens so Mm. speaking (laughs) of patreon i want to do another patreon giveaway and because i got like you got the good as gold album but you have plans for that and so i'm like let me get that wall because it's like a limited edition kind of thing right Uh so let me get one of the records to give away and with ariana's book coming out um, give away one of Ariana's books or a couple of her books. I um, There's some Lala stuff. And then I'm like, I don't know. I guess we could do something about her. We could do some, some James merch, Worm Without, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just thought we could announce like Thanksgiving week as our thanks to our listeners. And I then, love like, that. And then like draw and give people like a week or so to to enter. 
and draw in December for like Christmas presents so we can get them off in time for Christmas presents. And um, so, yeah, I already have some of the stuff. I just want to put uh, photographs together and put it in the reel and put it out there on Instagram. We'll put it in the Patreon group. We'll put it on the Facebook group. Um, yeah, you guys, yeah. we so appreciate you joining Patreon. It like it helps us so much. And um, it's it's only $3. We have not increased that yet. We are working on some new tiers, so that may roll out next year. But for now, like, $3 to support our show is, like, truly, like, such a gift to us, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, because I was looking at, like, we had a big venue reach out to us for doing a show, right? Like, they'd be, like, several shows along the East Coast. I just don't know, like... It'd be too soon, right? The, I don't know. We, we were talking about it. But in that, it's like, okay, people are doing live shows and spending a lot of money. Then, like, all these, like, subscribers only and then nine tiers of Patreons that you have to pay for. Like, everyone is charging so much for so much of everything and we're, like, doing nothing and except for just the, the $3 Patreon, which we're very happy about and pleased that we're not being pay for this, pay for that, pay for this. Um, so that's yeah, what we want to you know. Absolutely. It's, it's one of the things that Sarah and I are most proud of. And um, it, it was, wait, what was I? I went on a huge rant to, oh, I'm just going to give you guys a little scoop. We were at this event. This was, this happened this year. And I'm not going to say who or anything because that part doesn't matter. But basically, you you know you guys know how many things we we went to so many events this year with everything that happened with Scandaval even before that we probably went to like seven events before anything even happened oh my god i was looking at and pictures and i yeah. came across the sandwich making pictures today i almost died oh, yeah you i mean anyways go on. <laughs> but really we should make a list because and put it in patreon or even in our facebook group because yeah. just for ourselves like just so we have like a record of it because Anyways, I was really, really exhausted by the whole thing. Like, it was a lot of driving. It was, a, like, we had to, I mean, and I'm complaining, and I'm not even in San Diego like Sarah is. Sarah did a trillion times more than me, but it was, like, balancing. Like, I had to constantly ask Chad, like, please, can you come home early for work? Like, I had to manage my kids' schedules. Like, it was, it was, it was pretty tiring. Like, but, hotels. Yes, but hotels anyways... <laughs> We were in line, and I believe this was, like, maybe, like, our second or third live show that I had gone to for this, like, specific event, and I was standing in line, and I was like, you know what, like, I'm tired, like, I, I, they're, like, very lucky that I'm here right now, and it was, I wasn't saying that, like, I didn't want to support what I was doing, but I think that a lot of people don't understand, like, we, how can I say this right, like, I don't need a picture with Sheena. I don't need, like, to do, like, I don't need to go to the Sir Alley 18 times. Like, I am a big fan, yes, but what I, why I do this is for the podcast. Like, I love knowing going to these events, like, 100% we get a story for you guys, and that's why we do it. And, um, I, and I think some people don't understand that. So, anyways, that came out of my mouth, and this other person was like, oh, well, I love doing this. Like I like this is like I love what I do. And it was like I don't think you understand at all what I'm saying. <laughs> I was telling Chad about that and he's like, "Yeah, that's it's so obvious that you guys go above and beyond to like get the scoop, you know? And that and that's where we get it. It's 100% paid off. That's how we've created our community and like that's 100% 
like the proudest thing that we do is like getting those scoops. Yeah. And sometimes I've like joined ones and then uh, others, Patreons, and then they're like, oh, but to hear this, you have to pay this. And then it keeps going up and up and up. And well, I'm like, and, ah! yeah. And I feel like sometimes we've gotten feedback from people and they don't like that. Like they, they don't li- like, that's why they like us. And if you guys message us, like, we message you back. Like we're, we will never hold something from you guys. Like, we'll if like, if you like have a question about something, message us, like, we'll tell you, we trust you guys. So, and that's, that's the awesome thing about Patreon. When you join our Patreon, we're really trying to like exercise that trust too. you know, like that we trust that you guys won't spread what we're saying. So. And instead of focusing on like a live show right now, it just be too much to take on, I think, but we can do these live streams. Like there's shows People have live shows and they stream it. What we just do, we could even do a show, but just live stream it, right? We can have little segments, and I think that would be a great addition I think, to Patreon. One hundred. I think that would be a great start. I, I love that idea. Yes. 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 And build up the community that way. And but yeah, but yes. When I when I did tell Chad about that, he was like, "Whoa, no way!" He's like, "You guys could like." He was very positive, just like Michaela. So. Yeah, she's like, do it, do it. I'm like, oh, I'd love to and I want to. It's like, there's a lot of pressure. And the thing is, they're like, you could have special guests. I'm like, well, first of all, the Vanderbilt cast is off. Bravo doesn't allow them to do anything during the season, right? They're so tight on that. Second of all, it's East Coast. Nobody's out on the East Coast. Um, There's just so many components and elements that I just think it's too soon. But um, I would like to do the live thing and um, work on stuff like that. But as far as podcasts, and, and did you know it caught, to hear Alex Baskin's podcast? It's three ninety nine. Yeah, I I heard that, and he doesn't even have a free version. So I don't. And you have I mean, to go to it, Bravo and sign up. It's it better, not even on like iTunes or. Like, it better be weird. worth it. That's all I gotta say. Mm, I mean, I would think it would be. I think, and it's only two a month, so. Hmm. Maybe let them let him get a couple months out worth, and then we all we buy it for one month, and we listen to all eight episodes. For yeah, I don't know. It just it, it all adds up. So we get it. So we appreciate that you know you guys that participate help um, keep the lights on, and because we do have to pay for things to produce this. So, anyways, um, special forces. Have you been keeping up with that? Yes, I have. Okay. Well, you guys, we're going to have a na- uh, real life Navy SEAL. On- oh, my gosh. Yes. And I'm sorry, you guys. I blew it for, like, we were going to have it, like, very soon. But I'm going out of town. So I – or, no, it was supposed to be this weekend. So thanks a lot to my brother for his baby shower. And then she said, what about next week? And I go, honestly, about 20 minutes ago, I booked a trip. And I go, I was going to be here, but now I'm not. But um, actually, I, I think it's better – to wait i think there's only a few more episodes left and last week they said and we're really good he's like it's been survival mode till this point now we're gonna elevate it to like war mode or whatever Mm -hmm. so i think i want to get his perspective on those exercises i mean it'll be we can go through like the whole you know what they've done all together like i think it'll be so you guys will absolutely love it it'll be so fun yeah so Jojo was on his podcast this week. So I guess it's the Toms and Jason podcast because both Tom and Jason are on every week. Yeah. Um, I mean, the best part of this week's episode was Jojo carrying him. So, I mean, 
Mm. I don't think I'll get that image out of my head. You're one behind. Oh. Yeah. I know. That was amazing. Wait, was what, like, what, wait, what happened this week? I thought I watched. Um, uh, oh, they did the underwater helicopter escape. Oh, okay. I did miss that. I thought that was this week. I mean, like coming up. Yeah, honestly, I thought that looked easy because it's like 15 seconds. I know you're in cold water, so it probably seems like two minutes. But compared to when they had the same water, they had to jump off the high dive and <laughs> land head first. And like, I get a concussion and shock and a heart attack. And oh, like- yeah. I have so many water questions. Like I have, I, my, I have a question already in my um, phone, like list of questions that I have. Okay, because here's – and this ties into House and Bill, so I'm going to ask you this question. Because I get – like the gun one with the car driving, I don't see why people thought that was so scary. Because I'm like, people, you know you're on a TV show. You know it's not real gunfire, right? So why are you so scared? But jumping into like the cold plunge – like production can't protect you from what your body's gonna do. They can't I mean, stop a heart attack. It was just my favorite thing, like when their voices changed. Like I, I, I would want someone to film me going into the water and then being like, "Hi, I'm Holly." You know, like I. <laughs> and like I, I always thought like I was like kind of like water smart, water savvy. You know, with like yeah. all the junior lifeguard training that I've had and everything. Yeah, but me too. so I have so many questions. <laughs> Well, okay, speaking of, so um, House of Villains is really stupid. Jax is coming back on December 21st, if anyone cares to know. Oh, thank but, God. <laughs> but they had this exercise today that Tanisha just freaked out and couldn't do it. And so I had to ask you if you would do it. Okay. Um, so they have these boxes um, and you have to stick your arm in there. And one is filled with rats. One is filled with scorpions. And then the other one's filled with snakes. And you have to stick your hand in there and like pull out, like find a disc that's in there and like pull it out. It's like a disc, like a air hockey disc and pull it out. Okay. I've played um, this game like with my kids. Like I'll put like a, we would like put stuff in there. Um, um, if those were the items, that would be a hard no for me. Yeah. You know, rats are my rats. I can't do it. Snakes. Yeah. I would choose snakes so, over rats, but. Um, so they had the producer like pull Tanisha aside and be like, you realize, right? I, I could not put you in a position where you'd get hurt or anything like that. Right. So would they like de detongue the snakes or de sting the scorpions yeah obviously they had to make it safe so that you couldn't get stung or bit or something right but still it's they're they're live and they're calling on you and they had tanisha and corinne um they did have like a rubber glove on i'm like well that would help a little bit oh i i might be able to do it with that well tanisha couldn't corinne tried a few times and then they had to go against shake well you know what his job is what? He's a fucking veterinarian. Oh. So it's not fair. I mean, if, if like, the producer was like, this is your effing job, you go stick your hand in there or you're done, I may be able to, like, Navy SEAL mode it and just get it done, but it would be a, a big challenge. Like I, like, I remember I was trying to show off literally, like, this year, um, you know, like at Huntington Harbor, like jump off the bridge. Uh, it's something I've done 
like my whole life. And I went to do it this year. And like, I climbed over, like standing on the sidewalk is like fine. But once you climb the rail and you're on the other side, like I looked down and I was like, I couldn't, I could not, I had to climb back over like a coward and walk back to the beach. Like I couldn't do it. Sometimes it's different when you're older. Yeah. Sometimes you just get in your head and you're like, I, I used to do this. Like what happened? I don't know. Yeah. That's how I've gotten with like spaces and, I mean, I, t- I was texting you when we were on the, the battleship in San Diego. And I'm like, yeah, everyone else is downstairs in, like, the dungeon. I'm like, I took a look at it, and I was like, mm, hard no. And then Michaela told me later, she's like, yeah, actually, you made the right call. She's like, it just got smaller and smaller and worse and worse. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, and I didn't even see the bad part. I'm like, I just figured out what doesn't work for me anymore. And it, it's just it's fine to say no and yeah. walk away off that bridge. That That is really smart. Like there's times when like I start walking into something and I'm like, it's fine. And then I'm like, oh, I really made the wrong choice. I could have just said no. Could have yeah. said no. It's really liberating. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> also not giving a fuck. I was around some of her friends. So they're younger than me. And they're like, when do you just, you know, I'm like, don't worry. You'll get there. You're going to like, you're going to stop caring. You won't care about anyone thinks you won't care about this or that. And they're like, when is that going to happen? I'm like, it happens over time, but you're just going to get to a point. You're like, you know what? I give zero fucks. <laughs> like little by little, I feel like in like portions of my life, I've like stepped into that. Like for yeah. instance, um, I used to not be able to return anything. Like I, I physically, yeah. like I would, but like if something didn't fit, like it would stay in my, like I would not care. Like I lost the money. I like, it wouldn't matter if it was like a big ticket item. Like I was not going to return it. And now like I have like conquered that. Like I've like, I have my, yeah, like, it's my, I paid for it. I can return it. Like that's literally my right. So now I can do that. Yeah. I used to like tell Michaela, I'm like, if you do this, I'll split the money with you because I'm still <laughs> coming out ahead because otherwise it's going on Poshmark for $3. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. And, and now like I, I'm like, okay, this is going, but like if my kids don't wear something or so, you know, I didn't use something for a party. I'm like, this is getting returned. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, okay. So back to Jack's. So you guys, we decided we're going to do our premiere party at Jack's. Oh my God. I am so excited for this. So if you want to come, let us know, DM us or email us, party at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Patreon. Um, it's January 15th. It's a Monday night. So I know that's very difficult. Um, but our last premiere party was on Monday night. So it's almost like it's fate. Um, I did make a reservation for a certain number of people. So if that grows, we could add another table or something like that. It's also, they're also doing karaoke night on Monday. So I would imagine since it's their premiere, they would have the show on. I'm banking on that. If not banking, uh, if not, we could suggest it to them and then they can do karaoke after that. I guess they had their first karaoke night this week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were saying it's all like, LA so it's all like professional singers so that kind of sucks but everyone was good but Brittany was saying someone that was like really good got really mad that they didn't win like pissed off oh like that's fun I'd like to see that yeah um speaking of winning Sheena on her podcast she was talking she said a couple juicy things but oh I I actually have a note on that so I want to hear what you have to say and then I'll add Okay. So, well, the first thing she was talking about was, like, I think she kind of thought she was going to win the 
good as gold song, which it was a big year for her in that song, but also like not really on the show. Mm-hmm. Right. That all came after. So it made sense that Candace won. Cause that was all about her song and last year, last season on Potomac. So I wasn't really sure why it was even nominated because it wasn't like best song of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's like, well, yeah, because the producers told me, oh, you're on the, we put you on the end because you might be winning an award. And then she goes, and then they had John Mayer come up and present it. And so I thought for sure. And so she was a little d- disappointed. Like, Oh, I think she's that winning. sucks. But think about how amazing that actually would have been. Because yes. I, to see those two on stage. That would have like, been would it, iconic. What would he have said to her? Like, I I need this to happen. And now I think Andy needs to have both of them on Watch What Happens Live together. Yeah, that was a very big missed moment. Big. Yeah, that would have been talked about. Dumb. Huh. Well, I guess it means that. Yeah, I'm really confusing because... I don't think Potomac has anywhere near like the viewership as Vanderpump. Hmm. So I'm surprised like if, if it's the fans voting, Vanderpump's a much bigger, but you know, Sheena has a lot of haters too, but um, okay. So the other thing she said that I'm dying to know, but I, I have to, I, I deduced it a little bit. She and Crystal were talking about some of their castmates at BravoCon, how it really like shocked them that they were, rude to fans wouldn't take pictures with fans like assholes right Mm -hmm. and sheena said yeah so much so that after they did this i went up to the fan and said i'm so sorry you know we're being pulled i'm so sorry that they did that to you or said that to you or wouldn't like she apologized for the castmate that was a dick to the fan and crystal said yeah so and sometimes it's like you know the people that work for them and Sheena goes, yeah, or it's their family that's there. And I'm like, okay, so you're saying it's your castmate whose family was there. So hmm. Lala. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's Lala because she's usually good with her fans. Right? Like taking pictures? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think people obviously we're getting frustrated with the line and you know that yes. they, they thought that they were going to get a photo op and like that's not their fault like they I think all of them did their best I think yeah. some obviously are nicer than others about it you know being like I'm sorry like I have to go or whatever um yeah so but you know it was more clear it was like they were they were not even being nice to the fan it wasn't yeah like so I can't imagine that'd be Lala um and I can't imagine, like, her brother be like, no, get away. Like, he's kind of passive. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. So do you think I could – here's who I could see it being, James. And, like, when she said family, she's referring to James's mom. I, that's the first thing I thought of, too. Okay. But he's, you, he is usually – like, when he's on and everyone's looking at him, I would be kind of surprised that he did that, but maybe... But he's also very short, too. Right. How many times have he snapped at us? And then other times he's like, hey, guys. You know, it's like, he's a, he's hit or miss. Yes. And I think that, like, it gets chaotic with the lines and the crowd and everything, and he could have snapped for sure. Or his mom could have. Yes. Because she's a little entitled. Yeah. Um. Because the Toms, they didn't have family there. The only other explanation would be Katie, but like, I don't feel like 
Terry would be like that. Yeah, I was thinking of Terry too. Huh, I'm so I'm I'm curious. And even Katie, like Katie's not great with the fans, but I don't think she'd be a dick to the fans either. So I did not listen to the podcast that you're talking about, but I did read on the um, Vanderpod recaps. What did she say about um, that people were saying that she was, you know, a little short or that you had to buy a record to get a picture with her? Oh, she's, she said that, well, no, because there are so many photo op opportunities that you could – you know, they were in different rooms at different times. You could either schedule it or there's other opportunities where you could just walk and wait in line. Mm-hmm. Um, she said when they could, um, they would. But a lot of times the handlers are pulling them. They're like, you're late for your session. Like Crystal was saying that too. She's like, she goes, I felt so bad. These people were in line for an hour and there was only like three or four left. So it wouldn't have taken long, but literally they physically were removing Crystal. She's like, no, we can't leave. They've been waiting. There's only three or four more people. Let me take a picture with them. And they wouldn't let her. Mm. So Sheena said, yeah, obviously she goes, no, I took pictures with everyone I could unless they literally pulled me out to go to whatever else I had to go to. She goes, yes, at my booth. We did prioritize the people buying. She goes, but I took tons of pictures of people that didn't buy. But yes, the people that bought an album and were waiting in line, I did prioritize them. I think that's fair. Yeah. Well, I because I was reading that, you know, I didn't hear the, the convo, so I didn't know. But I went back because I was like, I didn't make up that it said, like it literally in bold print said, no photos without vinyl purchase. Like, all over her booth. Like, it said, you will not get a photo if you don't buy a vinyl. Like, and I have four, It said that? Yeah, I have pictures oh. of it. Okay. It says, photos with vinyl, all in caps, only. So, um, and, th- oh. and that was my experience, which I 100, like, I just, I think that's, that's fair. It's totally fair. Like, she, that, yeah. she was trying to sell her records there. And I think that it's true that, like, if she were walking through, she would 100% stop and take a photo with someone if she could. That's how she is. So um, Yeah, she was saying that. She's like, never in my life have I ever said no, ever, ever. It's only if someone's, like, physically removing her. And then I'm just wondering if some of the people that were saying that, like, um, in the podcast where I was talking about my Sheena experience, it was really frustrating having spent over $50 on the vinyl record, having some, you know, girls push right into my shoulder and be like, we just want a picture. We didn't buy one, but like, that's not fit. Like they were, they tried to cut in line and it was like, dude, you guys haven't been waiting. Like, so yes, she did. She prioritized us over those people, which thank God, because I would have lost it if she didn't. Yeah, exactly. It, so, it's like if you look at it from that perspective as someone that purchased one, yeah, you'd be like, "What the hell?" Well, it's like but then I, like you're I, looking at, "Oh, you're, yeah." I followed the bribing. rules. You know, like she, like I think that's yeah. fair. It's like she is only there for so long. Like at least buy her product. I think that's that's why I bought. Like it. they could be like I was standing on that other side and just taking pictures of the people, Ex- taking yes. pictures with other. Yes, do that. You Ex- can do that. That's exactly, free. Exactly. Exactly. But if you want a picture with them, you either have to make that photo op reservation or make a point to get in line early yes. at whatever opportunity or buy an album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I, just, yeah, when I read that, I was like, okay, that's like, uh, like it made me feel bad for them. I was like, that's really not how it went down at all. So, yeah. Well, speaking of merch, 
the mo- maybe this will be part of our giveaway too. We have there's some new merch that's come out from the the star of season eleven. Joe, my gosh! I mean, it's on my wish list for sure. Um, it it it's giving me kind of like the Schwartz and Sandy's velvet hat vibe. If I'm not, it is. Yeah, it. it I mean, I she really used their vendor. I really liked that hat, and now I don't feel like as comfortable. Like I would never wear that hat now, but maybe I could. I don't know if I could do Joe. My gosh, either. I don't know. We'll see. It says Joe. My gosh, I will cut you. Joe is Sandoval's hairstylist, aka the situation ship that Schwartz has been in in the last year, year and a half. <laughs> The otherwise known as what she said, people call her a crackhead. We did not call her a crackhead, but you can see videos of said behavior on our Instagram and Patreon. It says, it, it really says, I will cut you? Yes. That's actually pretty brilliant. Like, I, 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 I made, like, a, a little more risk, like, my respect bar just moved. <laughs> and I'm kind of LOLing. It it took me like an hour. I was like, God, she's really angry. I will cut you. And then I realized I was like, Oh fuck, she's a hairstylist. <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> it, it it really is. Yeah. So I'll have to get some of that. Um, speaking of, there's a Schwartz posted. There's a Vander crawl tonight. There. He's like, Hey guys, let's do a Vanderpump pub crawl. Let's start at Schwartz and Sandy's, and uh, then we'll go to Jax's. And then tomorrow, brunch at Tom Tom. But the, the problem is, he just put that story up. Like, you know, people have plans and lives. They're not just waiting for you and James Kennedy to post where you're going to be in an hour. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I want to get some Mama's beer cheese for the giveaway. Yes. So I'm going to have to go up there before Christmas. So we'll be up there in January. I mean, we'll be up in L.A. for Ariana's show. Yes. um, A lot of people are messaging about that. So we need to figure out something for that as well. Some sort of little roundup spot, you know, to say hi to everybody. Yeah. The bar. Yeah. Did you um, hear about some sort of um, Ariana Airbnb event? Yes. What was that? Um, I, I missed it. Because my feed tends to be three days old at all times, I think it's breaking news. And then I'm like, sold out. It just came up. And then I'll, I'm like, when was this posted? It's like three days ago. I'm like, Yeah, okay. I, couldn't, I couldn't find it. I did that to someone else. I'm like, well, we already said this on our Patreon. And I was just in a mood. And they're like, oh, I, I know. But I posted this um, like a week ago. I was like, shit. Oh, my gosh. I need to check things more often. Uh, um, yeah, it's some, she's going to make cocktails and I don't know, they're going to like girls night or, or tea night. It's not, I, obviously not just girls, but you could buy a ticket. How I on earth how much is, they were. How on earth is she putting more things on her plate? Like, I, I, like she has so much going on. I don't even know when she did this book and the photo shoot for the book, let alone yeah. write the cocktails. Jeez. How did she write the cocktails? It took her, Tom, two years. Yeah, it's making me, like, I feel like I'm standing still and she's, like, running laps around me. She is. She, well, doing Dancing with the Stars and all of her commercials. Yeah. And Maybe she's just, like. Preparing for the show. The live show at yeah. the Wiltern. It's not some little, 
improv, which improv's not little either, but the Wiltern's like a full blown concert venue. Yeah. You know, it's no bourbon room. No. Yeah, I don't know how she's doing it. I feel like she's got to be tired. I, I, I mean, I just, I, she, next week is Taylor Swift week on Dancing with the Stars. I'm so freaking excited for that. You know, for someone that was always in bed, she's she's always in bed. She's always posting in bed. She's you know in bed watching TikToks. Like the chick doesn't sit down anymore. I'm like this is like such an extreme it, lifestyle change. It is, and like I I heard her on I think it was CBS this morning or something, or maybe I was a day late looking at that too. But the the girl was like, how does it feel? To, like, be on such a high from Dancing with the Stars and, like, this whole experience. Like, everyone's always talked about this experience and, like, what it does to you and your, you know, like, it's, you have to be all in versus being at an all-time low when everything happened with Scandival, you know, and she was just like, yeah, it's great. It, I mean, she really has gone through a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's good because oftentimes when you're in those times of crisis, the best thing is keeping busy and keeping your mind off things and just powering through. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, it's better I, for me. I know that works for me, but same. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah. And I know that it feels really good, but I just can't help. But, and, and I, I feel like I used to be like how Ariana is right now, like go, 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 go. And like, now I can't quite do that anymore. And like, I like taking little breaks. <laughs> so I, I I can't help but just be like, she, she really did go from one extreme to the other. Like, it's no joke. And then like, if she has a day off, it's like, oh, maybe fly to New York and see her boyfriend. It's like, damn. And then she's <laughs> I mean, still... it seems like he comes here a lot. But Well, yeah. And then like, um, we mentioned like a, what was it like a month ago? She supported Lala at her sober Chili's event. Like when she, it could have been, she could have taken a nap. Yeah. Like that's, right? that's a great friend. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll have to see how this season goes. Um, uh, this is probably old news that you've already mentioned on Patreon and everything too, but did you see, the comment that somebody made, they're like, just watch, mark my words. Everyone's going to turn against Ariana and they're going to start ha- developing a soft spot for Schwartz. Yeah. And even Ariana herself commented and said, yep, the audience may swing that way. Yeah. Well, it already has done that a lot. People are even at BravoCon when we saw like, can we all just remember that Tom is human and, blah, you know, it's, it's already, it's not like they were married or have kids. Like I think I would. Of that I don't know if I would mind. Like I, I would think that if I was Ariana, I would realize that the fans have really been on like this journey, this crazy journey of trying to figure out what happened. So they're gonna have to, you know, come to their own feelings about this too. But what I would be upset about, what I would. And it looked like it was difficult for her to swallow was hearing people like Lisa, like physically, like kind of like blocking him from the yeah. the hatred that was being spewed to him on stage or having the other cast members be like, actually, it took balls to say that you're so, you know, just like that turning like from my own friends when I haven't even healed yet, that would bother me. I'd be like, can you guys just like. Maybe, like, just don't comment. Like, you don't have to, like, just don't come in on it. Like, let it, let the words come out and just let it stay awkward. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Well, we'll see. It's going to happen, though. I know. Um, Shannon's case still not settled. Yes. So, pending. We've heard we've heard things, and then I saw a big article come out. I'm like, yeah, that's what I heard. So, it, it did seem a little strange. Um, I do think she could be. She is being made an example of for sure. I also think that what she got was pretty light in comparison to like other people and what they get. You know, what I mean, it's very mm-hmm. inconsistent. So. I don't know. We'll yeah. See. I guess she paid off the the homeowner though, and they didn't want to press charges, so that makes sense why that was dropped. Okay. So, anyways, and that's all I have. The only other, I guess, we can talk about this as we get into, um, I guess, oh, Winter House. I don't really have much on Winter House, but I was surprised to hear Danielle is dating Joe Bradley from Southern Hospitality. That seems like an odd couple to me, but. They hooked up at BravoCon, and they're still seeing each other. She was on Watch What Happens Live, and he was, like, there in the audience for her. Really? Yeah. So, you guys, will be covering Southern Hospitality again. That comes out December 7th. We'll have that podcast ready to go for that night. I'm um, thrilled for that. Like, I, I'm so happy that it's back. I love that show. Yes, and now having been there to all of the places and talking to some of the staff and co-workers and experiencing some of the staff and co-workers is going to be even more fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to go back again. So it's already been almost a year. Um, and we'll talk about that, I guess, as we get into Southern Charm, because they do go to Bourbon and Bubbles, which I loved, but I only loved like half of it. Like I loved the bourbon part, but the bubbles part, I really felt like she missed the mark. There's so many cool things she could have done and made it like, Free, free, and bubbly, and like, girl, you know, she could like, like Dolly Parton has this um, bar, like Pink Limousine in Nashville, and it's like so Dolly and girly. Like it could have been like that, but yeah, it's, it's pretty plain. Hmm. But, but the bourbon, she meets with Rod tonight on Southern Charm or on the last Southern Charm um, at the on the bourbon side, and that is stunning over there. So, cool. Anyways. Yeah, it's a weird, weird couple for me to envision. But. Yeah. Interesting. So do you want to start with Southern Charm or Salt Lake? Or Beverly Hills? Um, let's start with, let's just go right into Southern Charm. Okay. So let me pull that up. So you did watch last week's? Um. Okay, so I thought that I did, but I didn't. And then by the time I finished this week's, like, I didn't go back because I was... Yeah. Yeah, I just... But I could pretty much read between the lines of what happened. Like, I saw the whatever, so... Yeah, literally have, like, one line. Holly missed last week the hires highlights. Olivia went to Taylor's house in the mountains. Taylor's parents have, like, an insane house. So beautiful. It's like right on this big lake. It's this huge house. That's why we see her brother that we discovered on the last time we podcasted that yes. he died. Yes. <laughs> um, someone did send me an article though that, you know, cause it didn't, you said it didn't list cause of death or anything like that. And usually that means, you know, mm-hmm. and someone did send me an article that it was 
kind of what we were speculating. And I just find it a missed opportunity because now we're looking at potentially Olivia's family doing that as well as Taylor's family doing that. And it's like kind of a missed opportunity to like wake people up and realize this stuff that's happening is not just certain demographics. Like this is hitting conservative, ritual white people in the South. Okay. As well as young people, old people, any kind of ethnicity, like, I don't know. And just to cover up and hide it just seems kind of like a missed op for awareness, but you know, I agree. Yeah. I, I guess I, like until it happens to your family, you just don't know how you would want to present that. But, um, for sure. but exactly. to me, it's like, it's just so heartbreaking. And I really try to practice like checking in on your happy friends and you know, just like, or say, you know, just asking people like, you know, how are you? What's going on? Or, and like so many of you guys reach out to Sarah and I and check in with us, like when things are going on. And like, that is such a good quality to have. Like, it just is like, just check on your people and like, be open to say that you're having a bad day. Like people will be there for you. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, so we see him, and then anyway, so Olivia goes, her parents help her bring in her luggage and everything, but she and Taylor go down on the dock and talk, and Taylor's like, or Olivia's like, you know what, I need to leave, I don't feel comfortable staying here, so then she has to like walk out and take all her stuff back out, and it's really awkward in front of her parents, because they're like really sweet to her and stuff, so so she's like, I think I'm just going to go over and stay at Shep's, who's like a half an hour away. But then Taylor ends up coming over and hanging out there, too. So she's like, so I left your house to get away from you, and you came here. Okay, I saw I saw when she walked in. Like, I saw that clip. So basically what happened is, there's, you know, Shep is such a poor sport loser. He, he lost a ping pong game. Last year, we saw him lose an egg toss game, and he lost his shit. Um, this time, he, he lost ping pong to Austin. He's just ranting and raving and... So Taylor was kind of poking him. He's like, really, Taylor, you want to poke the bear? How do you like poking the bear? And she goes, how do you like cheating on me? And he goes, hmm, well, sometimes it was fun. So she lost her shit, threw wine all over him. Okay, I know that that was like a ridiculous, immature thing for Shep to say, but like... Yeah, why are uh, you bringing this up? Yeah, like, but I did kind of LO, like, it it was, like, such an immature, like, dick thing, but, like, also, like, if I was in the room, I might have, like, snickered by accident, (laughs) you know, because it's like, oh. Well, because she keeps accusing him so much of cheating all the time, but then the only references we have are, like, the two months after they broke up or that one makeout, and he probably did cheat more, but the only references they brought up are those two. So I kind of like that he leaned in and said, all right, fine, we're going to go there. Like, mm, yeah, sometimes it was fun. Like, just to like, fine, you're going to keep accusing me of stuff, then I might as well lean into it. Right. Um, it and, was- and like, maybe like he was being honest for once. Like, yeah. even though yeah. that hurts to hear, like, if he did an act with someone else, like, I doubt that he was like, this is horrible. Like, that was probably a true statement, even though that hurts. And, you know, that's horrible. Like, I, I don't know. Like, and it, she's no, like, victim here. Like, now it comes out, she initiated with Austin. She initiated with Shep. And, like, I don't, I think she's way out of her game, her out of her league here. She, she is 
you can tell her age. Like we talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. She's playing these games that she thinks like, oh, if I do this, this will make him jealous. But it's like Shep's been through this a billion times with a hundred different girls. He sees right through your little game. So her climbing into bed with him. <laughs> oh, it's just what we used to do. It's like have some fucking respect. And he actually has the integrity to like decline the sex offer saying, let's not backslide here we're finally on good footing with getting along he doesn't want to ruin what they've kind of rebuilt as a friendship and she was trying to like you know like after he you threw wine on him because he said something so awful to you and then you climb into bed with him and try to like have sex with him and then i don't know but i'm gonna hold that one in my back pocket if if i am ever like a single girl again i'm gonna be like Uh, sorry like I climbed back into bed with Chad because it was like natural like I'm just like (laughs) that's what I did every day so of course I did that it's just we would fight and then I'd get into bed and we'd make up it's just our habit yeah we yeah we've been together for so long and then she wakes up even in the morning and she's like this is so cringy she's like so do you miss waking up to this and he's like huh (laughs) no he's like no it's fine like just someone sleeping in my bed <laughs> like he, do- he does not take the bait and she's like Ugh. like she totally thought he'll remember like she lives in the fucking notebook he'll remember what it's like to have me in his bed and he'd be like you know you here I, bring you know yeah i really missed like this like this 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 feels good <laughs> of course you want the guy to say that like it's oh yeah it it she's, she's so young. cringy it's it's Bless her heart. Yeah. Well, it's just, oh, foof, foof, foof. So, yeah. And then we find out that she was the one that initiated it with Austin, too. And then Detective Craig catches them in a in a little lie. Like, now it looks like they've made out a couple times or hooked up a couple yeah, times. Yeah. Like, every time I, I'm like, okay, like, I'm getting, like, a little sick of this. This isn't working for me anymore. The the real life tension that is happening in these scenes that they captured, like uh, unless these people are like incredible actors, maybe that could be it. Like it is the it's, I I can't even believe what I'm watching on TV. I'm like, Oh my God. It's great. They replay it. And it's like, Craig, thank you for really paying attention to the exact words used because she did say, and then after New York, I was like, well, should we just do this? It's like, wait, you wouldn't have that conversation until after you already made out. They they both are so fucked. Like, they, it, they it, the, the is, hole yeah. has been dug, and they are in it. They are and in it. And this is why we see in future scenes, Olivia being like, I don't believe you. You're a fucking liar. Because now here she finds out about this second one. So now it shows Taylor as a liar. Even if they still never truly had sex. They've now lied about hooking up twice. And, and like, it's not good enough to say, like, we didn't want to hurt your feelings. Like, we were trying, like, that's, it's just not acceptable. It's not working. Yeah. What did you, and then Taylor's, like, calling herself, like, this little victim. She called herself a simp. (laughs) (sighs) I only know what that is from Pulp Fiction. But like she's yeah, and then JT. Oh my god, he he brings a picnic basket to like this oh lakeside picnic oh, with Voov. <laughs> my god, I when he pulled out the picnic, when he like galloped across the lawn with his picnic basket, I 
I made a note and I was like, I don't think, I think like my mom one time, like in the eighties got like this fancy picnic basket and we took it to like Central Park in Huntington. And I thought I was like, this is like, it had the plates strapped into the basket. Yeah. And, and I was just like, this is so magical. Like I can't. And, and when he pulled it out, like all those memories came flooding back. And I was like, Chad has never packed a picnic basket for me like that. Or like, did he propose in a gingerbread house? No. Asshole. Yeah, it's like he uses like a Target bag or something. <laughs> um, so he's like, well, it just seems like, you know, you're lashing out. And he's like, I get it, though. You got burned. You got burned bad. She's like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, but how, though? Because, like, she, I, I, she broke up with Shep. Like, how did she get just because Shep like hadn't proposed to you or something? That's not really getting burned. Well, I he was think, going to. I think that's the story that she really wanted to go with for this season. That she was going to come in and hope that all of the viewers were going to be like, "Oh my god!" Like typical Shep, you know. Like everyone was going to be so mad that like she's like this like beautiful, perfect, innocent little girl, and yeah. like how dare he? And we would all rally around her, but. Like, the house has just crumbled. Like, it's... Her facade is gone. Yeah. Oof. And it was not... There was no good chemistry at BravoCon. So. No. From from the cast versus her. Yeah. Speaking of chemistry, Leva has a sit-down with Rod about Olivia. and I mean... It does make sense that Olivia is kind of falling back into the comfortability of Austin because she's like, you know, right now is a really tough time for her. So maybe the devil, you know, is better than the one you don't. And she just can't risk any extra pain right now. And I'm like, that is nice in theory, Leva, but I don't think that's what's going on. The comfortability, yes, but I don't think she's scared of Rod. I think there's just no chemistry with Rod. <laughs> Yeah, I I feel really bad about that. Like I I want there to be, but I yeah. get I also get why there like I can just like see with my eyes that there isn't and I feel like like long before chat, like when I was like in high school, I remember there was like this really nice guy and everyone was trying to pair me up with him. And like on paper, he was like awesome. And I could I couldn't get the chemistry going and it just doesn't work. Like yeah. even if everything is perfect, Sometimes it's just, it doesn't work. You have work. an ick. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. There's, it was just something. Yeah, I've had a lot of those situations. Yeah. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, why can't I be into them? They, like, worship me. This yes. is great. It's like, you know. I remember when I was, like, super young, one of my, like, older mentors, like, she was like, look, I have this, like, brother-in-law. He's, like, a multimillionaire. Like, see if you can go to dinner with him. Like, try, you know what I mean? And I, and I, like, I looked at the guy. He was such a dork. Like, there, there was just, like, there was zero, like, I could have been a millionaire. No, I, 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 I couldn't do it. It's, it's so crazy that stuff like that happens, you know? You yeah. think that you could take one for the team, but you can't. <laughs> nope, I'd rather go to Coinstar every day of my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we've got um, <laughs> Austin. I, I know Austin's facial hair to me is looking very possum-esque. It's very splotchy and like, just shave it then. Like, can we have some direction here? Like, it's just like patches. Dresses me out. So he tells, Shep tells Austin, me and Taylor used to make fun of you. 
Um, and also was like, well, I'm not going to be there to pick up the pieces this time. Next time, Shep screws Taylor over. That's pathetic that she went to bed with them. And it's like, that's just what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, again, with this golf cart, drinking and driving stuff, like, is this legal in Charleston? Can you, like, Craig's in the golf cart. He's not driving, but he's drinking a beer. Like, is that legal? And then also, like, remember they went on their pub crawl and they rolled up in the golf cart? And I'm like, now they're rolling up to a gentleman's dinner, which is all about, like, bourbon and shit. Like, can you just drive golf carts drunk? Well, is that legal? Jax rolls his golf cart up to his bar. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean I would I would think that the cops would love to pull them over and check and see what's going on with them. Yeah, especially since they're like It just seems like a risk. I, I I don't know. I, I would not risk that, but And also when they pulled up they already seemed drunk. Or Craig definitely seemed drunk. Yeah, yeah. But um, we've got Shep sitting there and he's got this little Cheshire cat grin and he tells Austin, he's like, hey, Austin, guess what? Taylor's car's at my house right now. And Austin's like, yeah, what do you want me to do about it? It's like a pissing contest. He's like, well, you know, just letting you know, like, oh. I can have her back. It's like, they're, he, yeah. Um, they talk about this cast trip to Jamaica next week. That should be interesting. I love a good trip. Um, yeah. Okay, but like the most exciting thing for me was the little dinner party. <laughs> oh my god, it made me so hungry. I want that. Dinner. I well, I okay. So <laughs> one of the most annoying things about Chad is like anytime I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna like put together like a special dinner. Like, what do you want? He always freaking says beef Wellington. And I'm like, what the? Like, <laughs> That's easy. It's just whip that up. Like, how the hell am I? Like, uh, like I bought it from like you know, like they have it at the grocery store, and you just heat that shit up. But it's never <laughs> the same as like, like what was served there. Like, I was like, I, I told them, I'm like, you have to sit down and watch this episode because you will absolutely die. And like when they described it like butter, I was like, I, I can't. I'm gonna. I, I can't. Is it a place in Corona Del Mar? I think it's called Rothschilds or something. Yeah. It's like England. Like they have it there. You got it. That's for his birthday. Oh, his birthday's coming up. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. You know I, what? It's probably on January 15th when our premiere party is. Oh, yeah. Well, it's right there, January 21st. And then um, I was loud. Like, every, there's always something Vanderpump around, like, anything where Chad thinks he's going to maybe, like, get, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, a night alone with me or, like, a dinner. Like, the di- our anniversary is, like, the day before Ariana's show. <laughs> And then, um, and then his birthday, yeah, is the premiere party. It's premiere week. Yeah. It's hilarious. Sorry, Chad. <laughs> All right. I'm going to see if it's still there. Rothschild. Rothschilds. Um, because I, I, yeah, when I lived there, I'm like, I want to go have Beef Wellington there. Um, oh, God, it looks so good, though. And it was just, yeah, it's perfectly done. I loved how they served oh, it. Like, and the- I mean, I just like so, and, and then. The service, like, I mean, they had, like, yeah. a, someone for, it just, and I loved the, her story about being there at the palace and, like, all, like, uh, oh, I just loved it. And, and, and even the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> <laughs> even the baked Alaska looked good, and I don't like baked Alaska. And yeah, I've had it at, like, the best place, and I'm like, this one looked really good. It just, yeah, everything, I, exactly, I was so hungry after, I was like, this is 
I, I loved it. I thought it was so cute. And then it was like so wasted on these guys. You know, it's like, yeah. oh. And the potatoes. Yeah. I want to do them in like a little pattern like that. Like if, if Ariana was doing an Airbnb and hosting something like that, I would buy a freaking ticket. You know, like something like so. I would have tried to buy a ticket, but it was too late. Darn. You, you need to pay attention and then tell me. Yeah, I, I, I did not see. Th- um, yeah, I, I had no idea about that. Hmm. Um, okay, so they have their thing. They kind of like get into it. Um, Craig tells Shep to admit that he's mad at Austin. Just admit it. Own it. You know, he's like, I couldn't be friends with him if he hooked up with Paige. And Shep's just like, I'm fine. I'm a very happy person. But you can tell, like, the resentment's brewing. He just can't, like, he has to save face at all times. So he finally leaves. They go out and have some cigars. Austin pisses in Patricia's yard. It's like, come on, man. (sighs) Um, and this is when Craig catches him in his little, uh, like, they're like, oh, show us how you did it. He's like, well, we were just jamming. And they're like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, basically, they're having a dance party, and he, like, whipped around, and she grabbed him and planted one on him. Um, but, yeah. So, next week looks pretty good. I have to say, like, throughout this whole, like, little mini scandal uh, with Southern Charm, um, I have really enjoyed Craig kind of being the one who keeps on pulling out little, like, morsels for us. Like, it's it's yeah. very entertaining to me because it's just, like, he he really holds their ass to the fire, and it's just hilarious. Yeah, I love that. Or how about next week when um, Shep is saying... Yeah, Taylor said she wanted to stay with me. I'm, I'm assuming this is for Jamaica. Like, she was going to stay with me or wanted to stay with me. I'll just stay with you. And Shep says no. And she's like, fine, then I'll stay with Austin. Yes. How would you feel if you were Austin? <laughs> like. Uh, and are you really going to go stay in Austin's room with Olivia on the trip? Like, come on. That just shows you don't give a shit about Olivia. No. Busted. Like, you wouldn't even say or think that if you actually cared about Olivia. Even even if Olivia's not on the trip. Come on. Yeah. Shady. Very. Not buying your little story, Taylor. I, I think I would respect her more if she, like, went... Well, it's hard because of, like, everything that's, like, she's gone through. But if, if like, I was having those feelings that were so freaking strong that it was like, I'm going to hurt someone's feelings again. I would go back to that person and say, look, like I, I just, I have to like clear the air with you again. Like I, your friendship is very important to me, but I like, I still can't get these feelings aren't going away. And like, I just, you know, like I would bring it to the person and be like, uh, like I just have to let you know about like, instead of like playing this little game, I don't know. Especially, you're on a show. It's all being filmed. You know, it's not like you're getting, you're not getting away with it. Like, we all see. Yes. Yes. Oof. Well, that's probably why things were so tense, because they probably already saw these episodes at BravoCon. Yes, you know, yes. You get them in advance. I, I think so. Hmm. All right. Um, Beverly Hills? Yes. We're 
salt lake. I'm so a, I'm having a hard time with Beverly Hills. Yeah, I mean I don't we don't have to talk about too much. Um I I I thought it was ridiculous the whole magic mic thing, but I did hear a different perspective and this one I can get on board with because everyone's still saying no, we think it was because she wasn't picked, Sutton and stuff. Um I do think Sutton kind of explained it too. Um, she's old school. She is on those conservative like society boards and things like that. It wasn't about like Magic Mike or getting up there. But then when she saw how graphic it got, particularly with Erica Jane, you know, that kind of borders on raunchy. And if you think about it, would you want your you to be like in the Erica Jane position and have your parents watch the show or your boss or your coworkers or your kids? I, okay, so I saw that theory too, but I feel like if you know the Magic Mike movie and like what their choreography is, like that's what it is. But yes, I I totally get what you're saying. And then I thought, like, imagine that I got pulled up there, and God forbid my kids see me getting freaking yeah eaten out on you know like it's that's what I think the panic maybe set in like. I think either one of us would be fine doing that. We'd be like laughing, but then realizing, oh my God, this is going to be on TV. And like, now I picture my boss watching that. I picture the kids watching it. Yes. My mom. Like, yes. And then I, now I freak out and I'm not even like the national level. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, that it's a working theory for sure. Yeah. So, okay. But so I, she, I, it was kind of like hysterical how it turned into such a big deal though. And I, I think, again, it's like brilliant editing. Like the whole, like it was, it was dramatic. I agree with her. I don't think it was her fault. I think it was the ladies that made it a big deal because she did get up and just go to the bathroom. She was planning on hanging out in the bathroom or the lobby or the sprinter van. And that's what I would have done. I went to made a big deal. I, and I would have said, go back and watch the show. Oh, to- I'm fine yes. out here. I'll yes. just look at my phone. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. So everyone else made it a bigger deal than she did. And I hate that. Like I have, I have, um, left something and like people have thought that I'm upset or something. And it's like, can I just sit out here? Like, I'm not trying to like cause a problem. Like, like it gets turned into this like bigger thing and all yeah. dramatic when it was like a very simple choice to sit out for a second. Like you're allowed to take a breath. Yeah. Um, the other thing that happened was Garcelle telling the ladies she's not comfortable talking about her children with them, but cause Someone had asked about Oliver. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, is he divorced yet? And they're like, she's like, not yet, but we're almost done. You know, she cut Lala off. You know, she she blocked her. And then she was seated at a table with her at Vanderpump Dogs. And she got up and left. Like, wow. I mean, he was fucking married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Garcelle. Um, Dorit's offended, blah, blah, blah. But then, okay, so then this week... Yeah, Dorit and PK. Hi, my bubblish, my love. Do you call Chad your bubblish? No. I mean, we call <laughs> each other bro. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> or dude. Yeah. Um, she's got this huge chain on her phone. Like, I love the little holder and everything, but that chain would ju- it'd be so bulky. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Crystal's clearly never been to Las Vegas because she's walking around the casino 
is this okay? Can I walk around with this with a drink? I'm like, have you not been to Vegas before? <laughs> yeah. Encouraged. Um, gondola ride, they do that, blah, blah, blah. I was dying when the guy started singing and singing. they couldn't talk. Like, that was, again, well, yeah, like, brilliant. I'm not missing this chance to be on TV. This is my big break. <laughs> yeah. And rightfully so. Props. Like, that's his American Idol audition. Um, okay, this is my favorite scene because it's very relatable and it's very me. Um, first of all, I was shocked to see Doree had, like, full-on gray roots at that lunch she had with Kyle. I was like, wow. But she starts eating her tuna melt, and she's doing something very familiar. She's picking it apart and picking at it the way I do any type of meat sandwich. Gross <laughs> everybody out. People that know me well enough, they're like, please don't order that. Could you get a salad or something? Because I will pick the shit apart the way she is doing to her tuna melt. So I'm with you, Dorit, and I'm the only one, I think. That's hilarious. <laughs> Everyone else is like, oh, my God, what was she doing to that thing? I don't know. You just never know. Yeah, you got to check it out. You got to inspect. So dinner. Oh, did you notice um, – it's now called Revea, but that's where we used to go at Mandalay. And yes, I did notice time. that. The bubble lights are still there. Yeah. Remember, did you ask, and they said like each bubble light was like $600 or something? Yes. Because people were like running into them and, you know, people get drunk and they're like, you know, now each one is, or was it like $6,000? It was something crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. But they did, I noticed they were doing a lot of travel on the strip because they're staying down at Resorts World, which is down by like the stratosphere. But then they go to dinner here, which is at Mandalay. It's the whole other side of the strip. And then after that, they go to Gillies, which is in Treasure Island, which is the middle of the strip. I'm like, how much time were they in traffic? Because we saw what traffic was like. And I felt like they were always starving, which is also relatable in Vegas. You know, it's like you go too long without eating and they're like, we're starving. Well, and then you go to like the three hour dinner at a place like that that takes forever and it's like a really small amount. Yes. <laughs> like, I, oh. I always panic when that happens. Yeah, like a Mastro's or something and they put like two scallop potatoes and you're like, fuck. Or, or topped with mashed potatoes and it's like a teaspoon. <laughs> it always ends up being okay. Like I'm always fine. Like after it's over, but when they when I see the portion, I'm like, I'm not gonna make it. Like I I'm not gonna make it. Like there's no way. Yeah. I like the conversation when they were talking about cheating and monogamy. Um, Garcelle asked the group, "If you found out, let's just say it was just one time, would you stay or would you go?" And like. All the ladies are staring at Kyle and she looks so uncomfortable because, you know, she knows he's cheated before. So she can't say yes or no because she'd be caught in a lie. Right. So that, she just had yeah. to say, I don't know. That made me like very uncomfortable. And it felt like it was like the foreshadowing was so crazy that I was like, like, I feel like a lot of the conversations, anything around Kyle is like, well, you know, you yeah, you don't you you don't drink anymore. So how does a couple go on with like that? You know, it's like uh, it 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 can. Yeah, yeah. It was they were obviously very suspicious. Yeah, and kind of directing questions to try and get stuff out of her. 
Garcelle tells her story that her husband, she found out her husband was cheating for five years. Oof. That's brutal. How do you not know for five years? That's rough. And then Dorit said she would Lorena Bobbitt PK. Like, <laughs> of all people to say that, I'm like, Dorit? <laughs> I could see Erica Jane saying that. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, oh my God, I thought this moment with Erica Jane was so relatable about her wanting to avoid the bills and like not opening the mail because of the anxiety she gets. She's like, it's not even about not shopping or traveling anymore. She's like, just keeping the lights on. I just don't even want to look at the mail. It stresses me out. I'm like, that, same. that when I heard her say that, I was like, okay, I do that like on my tiny level. Um, the fact that someone at her level does that, like, yeah, it was very relatable. And it also made me, I was like, Holly, like, it's really time that we develop like a healthier, like relationship with money because like, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> yeah, I <know. sighs> yeah. I need to open all my mail, look at it, deal with it. Oh, there's still some ones I'm avoiding opening. They've been sitting there for a while. Oh, I have some, I have some bad ones. <laughs> I can't do it. Like, like, yeah, I even, I, I ran through a toll, like, uh, and, you know, I have my, oh, my grandpa's yeah. car and I didn't register. And you always forget to pay and, within five days. And now I just got a thing like your license will be suspended if you don't pay. You know, so I'm like, oh my God. And right. I still haven't paid it. Like, I, I, what is, what is, what is wrong with me? But I got to do that too. Oh my God. I just realized something. I, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Damn it. I hate small gears. Yes. It's <laughs> horrible. fucked up with timely registration. It really does. Like, you have to, like, you need to, like, schedule all your stuff and, like, get it done. It's so annoying. Yeah. And we've learned this lesson. We have to prioritize those things. We have to. <laughs> Fuck. I know. Move to a state with no smog checks. <laughs> Is there such um, a thing? That's awesome. Yes. I think most states don't have them. Ugh. If you guys are listening, let us know if your state has a smog check and we'll narrow down our move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, ideally, no state tax would be great, too. Yes. Um, no franchise tax board, please. <sighs> um, Gillies. So... This was just ridiculous. Come on, people. Just ride the fucking bull. I've never watched anyone ride the bull and not get thrown off. We're not here to get gingerly placed up and then you're you're prettily like, oh, don't I look hot and sexy? And then like, oh, please, sir, help me off this bull. It's like, come on. Something looked like she was doing the Pledge of Allegiance with her hand up. I'm like, <laughs> come on. That was boring. Like, Yeah, it's fun. You, that, that's the funnest part. Yeah, that was dumb. Um, okay, I thought this was really ridiculous. Erica, because Sutton didn't say anything about the dancers or the show itself. She just didn't want to be put in that position. Erica, with the timeliness of that elevator opening, oh, Sutton, look, you can tell these guys to their face the shitty things you said about them and their dancing and their show. And she's like, I didn't say those things. Um. I mean, she, like, totally exaggerated and made shit up. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was pretty passive-aggressive and I don't know. Yeah, I Just, agree. Yeah, I, I think the whole thing got blown out of proportion for sure. Yeah. 
So Sutton has Kyle over and gives her some fancy tea. And Kyle's like, I just drink Lipton. I just drink Lipton. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was picturing you wanting to try the teas that Sutton had and also Heather. Shout out to Heather. Oh, I'm drinking tea right now and it is not Lipton. Well, and I have a whole... I, I just unpacked my suitcase from BravoCon today. Uh. Oh my and god! I, found, I know, I found a whole bunch of tea bags. So, nice from the from the VIP. So there you go. I shall bring them up. Yes. Um, Kyle said, da, 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 "What? Oh, yeah, the end." Kyle said Sutton has a habit of losing her shit in ridiculous circumstances, and uh, <laughs> Sutton's like, "Name him, name him." She's like, let me talk, Jesus. You don't know how to name them. Name them. Name them. The sun's looking a little sauced in the sun. Yeah, yes, think? yes. Um, yeah, it, yes, it was frustrating to watch. Yeah, it, it was a little Salt Lake-ish when, like, you're trying to talk to Lisa Barlow and all she does is yell, keep yelling over you. It'd be like Jen Shaw and Lisa Barlow trying to talk. And, it's then, like, ah! and then you just walk away. <laughs> yeah, like too much. I'm still so, I'm still waiting to do that to someone like in my own life. Like I just want to like go berserk like the Salt Lake City girls and just be like, I'm going now. Goodbye. Leave. Or like I'm disengaging. Yes, I, this I'm. I have better. I have more things to worry about than this. And then I'll be fine. You can leave. Yeah. Can't <laughs> leave. God, the way she looks at people is very alarming. It's like a psychopath staring into your soul. It's like, yes. Arr! Meredith Marks. It's like, why do you have to like be so intense? We're just talking about like, like whenever, like, like sometimes like when Chad is gone and like, I think I hear something outside and like, I, you know, when you're like, you're scared to like open the drapes because you're scared that like a face might be there. That's, that's what I would like. That's what I'm scared to find is (laughs) someone looking at me like that. Like, (gasps) Oh my God. I know. And her head's always a little tilted and it's like, Oh my God, what's going on? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, getting into Salt Lake, then there's all sorts of lawsuits going on. Heather is being sued by somebody for like half a million dollars, but now Heather and Monica also have lawsuits against each other. Oh, I was, I was so disappointed to hear that. Like that. It, yes. Because I, and you know what? I kind of stopped reading about it because I don't want it to like skew yeah. my own feelings right now. And my own feelings are similar to what I'm reading where I'm like, Hmm, something is up here. But, um, yeah, I tried to not read it. Cause I was like, I don't want to like, this is getting very petty and, and weird. I mean, so it seems like, so she got some free beauty treatments, Botox, whatever, but under either her maiden name or previous marriage name, like her mom did say, I never know what your last name is. So there is that argument, and she didn't have the money to pay for it, but yet she had the money to buy that Louis Vuitton bag. But then she said she didn't pay for it because it was botched. It's like, mm, you can't really do that. I think if it was botched, then you work with the, the place and say, hey, look, it's botched. Can you redo this for free? Or You know what I mean? Like, you just don't not pay. And then, so obviously, I think it was... I don't know, but then they're suing her and then Heather didn't know it was her because it was a different last name. It's just very awkward. It, Yeah. And 
I think it's just all, I think I have so many, like, Monica's role on this show with her mom and, like, everything and just her interactions with everyone on the cast, it's so, um, it's, like, such a whirlwind that now hearing this, it just, like, kind of adds more to the mystery. And, yeah, so I'm just, like, I don't even want to know. I'm, I just, I'm continuing my journey and... Because I really like her and I want her to be my favorite and I... But, yeah, it's weird. It's like, oh, conveniently you were Jen Shaw's assistant. But now you say you weren't because you weren't paid. Why were you just there for fun then? And then you're a federal witness. So, you okay, so you – I don't know. And then her mom, like, well, you never made the payments of this car. It's like, okay, but you still screwed her over. She's got four kids she's got to bring to school. Like, you can't just do that. Yes. And then the mom – like, people were saying – the mom, because she was all dressed, she was cute in her little pigtails, and she had this Burberry outfit. Yeah, she just happened to come by with the Range Rover or whatever. And they're like, "No, she lives in the neighborhood. She saw production vans there, and so she she did that because she'd get more camera time." And I'm like, "Oh, I believe that too." It's one of the first things I noticed was how she was dressed and the way that, like, she kind of like framed, like she was ready to go, and yeah, yeah. that that. That left a weird taste of my I think I, they both have a lot of baggage. Yes. Baggage. Yes. And I and I, but I think they both do it, but still Monica is the, the her child, you know? Like it's Yeah. And you could tell like they are both so deeply hurt by each other that it's 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 hard to watch because you see what each person is going through and it's like, oh my gosh, like it's just yeah. so unhealthy. And and yeah. she she keeps joking about it, which is it's relatable. Like you know, I think a bunch of us can relate to that feeling of your mom, you know, not respecting your boundaries or or just doing like things where everyone like everyone else questions. Like I I was at um, an event with my friends and I was telling us. Oh, I, I think I was talking. I don't know what I was talking about, but I was like, oh. Oh, Ronnie and Daisy's show. They were like, did Diane like the show? And I was like, oh, like, Diane loved it because it was Alice in Wonderland. Like, before when we've done, like, Mean Girls or 13, there's, like, some things that, <laughs> that my mom will not like. And she'll, she'll make it very obvious. And yeah. um, and so everyone was happy to hear that Diane liked this one. And I was saying something, and, and one of the older moms, who was like my mom's age was like, you call your mom, Diane, that's disrespectful. Like I, I would never call my mom that. And I said, it's funny. I'm like, there's always like people like you that I meet that say that to me. And then they meet my mom and then they never say that again because (laughs) like until you experience it, which like, if you're in my life, you will, um, you don't get it. And like, it's, it's just, uh, like, I don't call, I don't call her that to her face. Like I'm not disrespectful to her face, but it's like, it, it just helps me deal with her character because it just encompasses what's <laughs> happening there. So that I said that and the girl was like horrified. So I was like, Oh, okay. I call, I call my dad by his name since I was like a child, like three. And I, like, I never called him dad. I called him by his name. I don't know why. It just, That's- yeah, it just, sometimes it just encompasses them. Like, it's not a disrespect thing. No. No. I if I called my mom that, she wouldn't, I, she wouldn't think I was disrespecting her. She'd just be like, 
Huh? Well, actually, I do. I do call her that when she's not listening. When you, <laughs> you know this trick. I'm sure now that you have children, mom, mom, mom. But if they say Holly, you turn. Yes. I learned that real young. I'd be like Karen. Yeah. Well, oh, and, yes. and yeah, and my, and my mom has said to me, just wait till wait till Ronnie starts calling you Holly and see how you like it. You know. So I'm like, and she has she has she's been like Holly, or and Daisy does too. You know, like yeah, when they're trying to get my attention and I'm not listening. Yeah, totally. It works. <laughs> so we go over to Whitney's. The first thing I notice, I'm like, do you notice how, like, her house is, like, awesome and everything. But the houses are so close together, and it almost looked like a movie set. Like, Wisteria Lane or something. They're like, There's, <laughs> it was, like, fake little driveways. And I was like, is this real? And I thought, why isn't part of the point of like Salt Lake is like you get like a big yard and land and everything. Like, why am I going to live in like freaking foothill ranch with houses two inches apart when I'm going to Utah? The whole point is to have space. That is like, so true. I mean, look at it next time they go to what I did like about Whitney's. No, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It, I mean, it literally looked like a movie set. And it was very Pleasantville because everything was like perfect and green and manicured. And I was like, this is a fake neighborhood. This is Celebration Florida. Do you know what that is? Mm, yes. And all the houses look like Georgian mansions, but it's just a facing on the front. Yes. And then it's like concrete going back deep. <laughs> um, I appreciated Whitney's fridge because it was jam-packed with like craft dressing and mustard and awan and then like the the best mayo thing the squeeze bottle but the squeeze it was like all dented like she was really getting the shit out of that i love the squeeze bottle some hidden valley ranch and i'm like this is so refreshing not to have fucking yolanda foster's fridge which uh, was i just enough to eat yeah i i just watched a tiktok of this girl like saying like restock my refrigerator with me and like it was so ridiculous like first of all it was like probably stocked with like two thousand dollars worth of groceries and then i was just like this is it yeah if you looked at my fridge right now like it is i need to get in there and fix it i need to asmr <laughs> that sucker <laughs> yeah so winnie has lisa over to talk about how she left her prison party and here's where let's just Lisa's incapable of listening or taking any accountability. Like even if she's quiet, she's just making up what she's going to say next. She's not really listening. I don't know, <laughs> but her voice is so loud. I, I was texting someone. I'm sure you know who I'm like, yeah, didn't you notice how loud her voice was? It scared her scared Whitney's children. I go, she's got that loud voice and it really carries. I'm like, God, I hate people like that. I was texting that to Julia. <laughs> she's like, shut up. Um, I'm like, yeah, you'd scare my kids too with that. I did feel like semi bad when she got in trouble for saying, you know, bad words or fighting or raising her voice. And then Whitney was like, we don't talk like that in this house. So I don't know like what you do, but in this house around my children we 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 don't do it so and then like she wouldn't like she's like i understand uh, okay i hear you i understand she said it like 45 times she's like, but 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 we don't but lisa we don't she's like yeah i got it i got it i heard you i heard you but but no we really don't i was like shut up does she really not because like i feel like she has like a big old potty mouth i don't know holly but 
I do know that she is really um, good with her kids, though. So it it could be. Yeah. Um, Lisa said that she had a, a cash bar and no food at her jewelry event. I'm like, ooh. So no food in this episode, and this has never really happened to me before. A couple of times I've like laughed along with her, but I kind of liked Lisa in this episode. Like yeah. I, I was, I was like. I don't know. Like I would be like happy if she came and like supported my book event. You know what I like? There's. It's always nice to have that friend that's like willing to like go balls to the wall for you. You know when you need them. And I was like, huh. It, it actually made me. I, I don't know. I I got a little soft spot for her. Also, <laughs> seeing her at BravoCon too, and like how she. Lo- I don't know. Like seeing her in person, like clicked a little something in me too. Yeah. In, in a good way. Yeah. No, she's needed. Yeah. She's, it's hit or miss. Some nights you're just like, oh my gosh, yes, shut up. Yes. And then other times you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, you're totally uh, on her side. Yes. That's how I felt. I was like, huh. Interesting. She's, she seems to always kind of be on the right side of like what's right and wrong. But yeah. Sometimes, but yeah. Sometimes she's annoying. <laughs> there's that. Okay. So her son's been spotted in Tustin of all places. Oh my gosh. Okay. When I saw that post, I was like, should I go there right now? Like, <laughs> I could go like I, I the streets of Tustin. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be in that area and I'm going to check it out. Like, for instance, the the weekend that we come back from Mammoth, Ronnie has a birthday party right over there. Like, I will be scoping it out. <laughs> well, she said his visa's delayed. He's still going to Columbia. Oh, okay. Heidi's going to Columbia. She's going back. So they went to Columbia earlier this year. Loved it. Ginger went to Columbia. Loved it. Wants to buy property down there. So Heidi's going back to Columbia with Ginger in like a week for a couple of weeks. Like they're legit looking for property. Wow. So maybe Jack Barlow could stay there. Ooh. I mean, that is like a very good. Um, I can't wait to go. I need well, to go. To yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, those, they travel a lot. So that must be really great. Yeah. Well, we now go to Mary's. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka meets Paris Hilton, meets a Grinch, meets Donald Trump, meets the Taj Mahal, meets a like modern white standard hotel. I'm like, pick a theme. Like That's I feel crazy. like I feel like if she went to someone's house that looked like her house, she would be making snide comments. Oh, terrible like comments. Like She's like match it. like nothing match it. Like everything's cool, but it's like very much Playboy Mansion esque. And like every room is different, so it's like yeah, it looked like and it's old nineties or something. Like, like a Trump room, but then the next one is like all white and marble, like the Standard Hotel or something, or the the Mondrian. But then you've got then the, the Tiffany blue Willy Wonka room. So it's like the whole bench with the Chanel pillows. It looks like like the, the, the aqua – it looks like an igloo cooler, like a big, long cooler with Chanel pillows on yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's just rich how – like the, the comments that she has made to people about yes. what they wear or how their face looks or like all these things. It's like – no one has cracked a joke about like like I, I don't get it or <laughs> or like you think that she would like realize and like have someone come fix it. It's insane. Or how she'll have rows of like chairs. Like it's, yes, it's not a movie theater. But I loved. So she had some food out, and it was just like the 
that stacked cheap cheese thing you get at Albertsons and that you know for five ninety nine, and then I love that thing. She, how many fucking crackers did she have out? It was all the same cracker, but I'm like, do, I know you've already like body shamed Heather, but do you think Heather's going to eat like four hundred crackers? And you know, if you put them all out like that, they're going to go bad. Yes. You no, can't it, wrap them back up and expect them to still have that crunch. No, that that was a choice to do that to put that many out. It's a lot, a lot of fucking crackers. We we had to go pick up a dress for Ronnie today at my mom's, and Diane had cheese and crackers out, but she did not have that many. It was just a little dish of Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> so she tells Harry, Harry, Heather. You know, I've always felt connected to you. And I'm like, what bitch, what are you saying? You were just on Watch What Happens Live and totally like shredded her apart. The best part, though, is Heather's freaking face. Like when when she said that, it's like it's like what (laughs) I was like, yeah, she's going off. And I'm like, does she again? Like you guys are filmed. You're filmed. We know what is being said. (laughs) Heather sure takes a lot of abuse from her. Like when she was like, no, that was a miss. Why'd you wear that? That looks terrible. And Heather just was like, can't be faced. You know what? Um, at the end of like this visit, I, I thought Heather possibly just had the best interaction that poor Mary has had this whole season because no one, like she's, she just fights with everyone. And even though she said horrible things, even this conversation, it was the best she looked the seat like I was the like best huh. conversation is being told you look inbred <laughs> and yes I do think you look inbred and that's the best it can go for you that was really sad <laughs> yes I do that's but right. like but it, she made it through a scene finally you know it was like okay yeah, yeah. she didn't and, leave and Heather was nice to her you know it was like okay I really liked the scene because it really shows like <laughs> what some Christian organizations truly are when the Heather and Mary were like, Oh yeah, yeah. The church, the, we don't, we don't accept or take dissenters. And I'm like, that is like the opposite of what Christianity is supposed to be. Right. You're supposed to accept all and not let God judge. But they're like, no, you can't come. You can't come. Yeah. It's, it's, it's is it your job to inspire them and welcome them. Like, I know the church I went to, everyone was welcome. They didn't be like, you are not a member. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Um, was yours though? I mean, like uh, on the, well, yeah, on the outside, they would say everyone come, but like behind the scenes, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so Mary's mad at Heather, even though she called Heather inbred, she thinks it's worse that Heather called Mary bougie. <laughs> like, bitch, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. It's, I was just podcasting on Bachelor in Paradise, and, like, they do a roast, and people are getting stung real bad with some real hard truths. But there's this one girl, the worst anybody can say about her is, like, she's young, so they keep calling her Baby Jess, and she's, like, all upset. She's like, I'm really getting tired of the age jokes. I'm like, um... 
how would you put yourself in her shoes that says you couldn't get a man if your life depended on it? Or, you know, like some of the cutthroat things that were being said, like, you're boring. Nobody wanted you here. We wanted Gabby. I'm like, I think I'll take a little age shaming over that shit. Yeah. I was like, meh. I'm like, come on, girl, you're 24. Get over it. <laughs> um, Yeah, the inbred thing. So, well, that went well. Like you said, she stuck around. Yeah, I, I was, I was like, kind of separate. I was like, okay, hmm. So, Holly, are you nervous at all that we are going to lose a lot of our listenership now that we have the pod, um, podcast competition with Meredith Marks? The second, so to... the second that I saw the setup, how she was recording, I was like, number one, it's not recording. I can already tell. Um, number two, I was like dying at them, like trying to put their stickers on their microphones and like get their brand out there. Um, and like, and hearing her talk about like the grueling schedule of having to podcast, I was like, Hmm. Yeah. I looked their podcast up and it was like the last one. It was like 25 minutes. Yeah. They're so short. Like we don't even start going until about an hour in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then, like, who actually wants to listen? So, Sav, tell me about your week. Like, who wants to listen to that? Uh, not saying my voice is any prize. Uh, but, and, and what are they going to talk about? Like, he's fun, but. I think, again, like, if you can build your community, like, if she can make that work, if she really puts in the work and builds her community and listens to her listeners, I think I think that it would be priceless. But I, I just... Likes her, though. People must. <laughs> oh, I, I demand to know. I demand. I demand to know. Please comment below. I demand to know. <laughs> I don't believe there's anyone at all, except for her children. <laughs> oh, and even that's questionable. So Bobo comes out, Vovo, not Vo, Vovo Grandma comes over, um, returning the car she stole that's not stolen because it's in her name. Um, and Monica made her walk home. Well, she couldn't drive her home. She's filming, right? That's probably why. But, like, it also was, like, a brilliant filming move to walk home. Like, it was just, you know, it was, again, like, just, like, so beautifully put together. The, you know, how she had to walk out to the curb. You know, they they still can't, uh, you know, she asks for therapy for them. Monica says she needs to think about it doesn't give her a ride home. She walks down the sidewalk away contemplating the future. Like it, it's, it's crazy beautiful. Yeah. Um, but again, like I, I cannot get over, I, I just, I feel like it's just such a tale of like how I would never want things to go with my daughters and how I would never treat my kids like that. Like, ugh. And even though she says sorry, even though, you know, she's like, mom, you took my car. Like, that's not okay. And she's like, well, I'm sorry about that. Like, there's something about, like, you can just, it's, you can tell, like, she doesn't mean it. She's going to do it again. Like, nothing is going to change. And, um, and again, like, I, I can't tell if it's all one side or not one side. Like, I think it's like, obviously it's been going on for so long that there's problems on both sides, but whew. 
once yeah. it, I just feel like they hit the jackpot with with her. Like, it, yeah, I can't sure. remember a duo like this in <laughs> Bravo history, really. And that the mom's like going on Instagram lives yes. and shit like that. She That's keeps crazy. talking, and it, it's it's kind of like um, Meghan Markle and her dad. You know, it's like whoa, like he says something, and then she, res- you know, it's like what is happening? This is crazy. Oh, they just had a little thing, um, little event on the base, very intimate with uh-huh. Har- Harry and Meghan. What? Yeah, Michaela was like, yeah, I bet Stassi would die. Oh, my <laughs> like, gosh. Um, but he'll be coming back. Wow, that's cool. So, yeah, you know, he's he's into that special forces kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so then it's just the book thing and... Okay, the book thing, I thought, like, I, I really liked that scene, too. Um, I like seeing... I wasn't sure what they were doing with Heather's story of her kind of, you know, pounding on the Mormon religion and, you know, oh, the missionaries, this, that, you know, I was like, I don't know if I like like the, the way that it's going. Um, and this to me full circled a little bit, like, uh, you know, she had moments with people. It was so nice seeing the crowd, like being into what she was saying and her reading her little expert, uh, um, out of the book and everything. Like it was just, I liked it. It was really cute. Yeah, and then her daughter's being so supportive yes. and encouraging her to write and, a second book. Yes, and I liked what the daughter said, too. You know, she's like, like if it's, like, about you and, like, what you, you know, your experience versus yeah. trying to, like, stick it to someone, then obviously, like, everyone would well, want to hear that. I am sure there are so many people like her that could use the support or feel validated because, like, you know, they – they excommunicate the women. The, the men are held up to such high esteem that I'm sure there's plenty of others. It's kind of like the Lost Boys, too, of the yeah. you know, the extreme Mormons. Yeah. I'm sure there are so many others. like Or like that, that, than- that little man who was like, I didn't leave. Like, I can't do that to my family. Like, there's even people that are, like, secretly following her journey, not able to do it. And I just, like, and I just appreciated yeah. so much her talking about the community and like love that she has felt from opening up about this, how it's filled that hole, you know, in her. And I, I think that's so, I feel like that about our podcast, like never in my wildest dreams would I think that I would have this community of people that are so freaking supportive. Uh, I mean, like ever since we started, like the listeners have been more supportive than my own family. Like it's, it really is like when you find that, that, group of people like it's I'm so happy she has that I think that's just awesome and I can't wait to see what she does next yeah well while they're talking and Lisa's singing um Meredith is around with Angie K and who are they with where well Meredith shows up in this like white lace leather (laughs) concoction (laughs) and then Angie K's wearing like this orange and neon pink tiger striped cat suit i'm like is this utah (laughs) and monica's in like bright lime green yeah like where are we i later on miami i see larsa wearing like the same print as angie k and i'm like this is okay this is weird every time i like i criticize their outfits or i'm like what the hell like i just think 
if I were on a show where it was like elevated like fashion choices, where would I even, like I would have to hire a stylist because I wouldn't even know where to begin to put these looks together that they are putting out there. Like it, I wouldn't even know where to shop. (laughs) Well, this is when we have Meredith being like she's like staring at people like a psychopath like she's it's like she's trying to smize but like with like like a serial killer smize like mm. and she has beautiful eyes and I think that's what she's trying to do or something but it it yeah, she's trying to smize but it's coming off as Ramona eyes yes yes um and then they're like Angie Case like well, you said you were um gonna ruin my family. I didn't say I was going to. I said I could. There's a big difference. I'm like, is there though? You're thinking about it. Yeah. I, I, when it. she, when she, when that was her argument, when she was like, I was I like stopped. that. I'm like, actually, like you just confirmed what <laughs> she said. Yes. Like you, <laughs> what? That's the difference. And then she walked away, like you said. Yes. <laughs> but like. <I'm> not. <laughs> It like it it didn't even make sense. I was like I was I was dumbfounded watching her walk away. I was like, you pretty much just admitted that you did. So yeah, that was crazy. God. Oh, all right. Well, um, I think that's about it. I well, the one thing I will say about Lisa's, I want her life in that she can survive on. Kit Kats and candy and croissants and muffins and I th- fast food. I think that is like my other thing, like where I said, like I've had moments with her before. It's those moments for sure. It's like, <laughs> she's like, go get my diet Coke or, or just her like constant yes. diet. Co- like, I love that. And Kit Kats yes. and, now, and the fast food. And now she's going to town on the muffins and croissants. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, again, like I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Not fair. Because, again, I've seen her in person, and I was like, damn. Yeah. Hmm. All right, let's just wrap it up with the Winter House. Not a lot happens here on this show. Again, it's a very dumb show about nothing. Yeah. The Ashok Schwartz is getting old. I'm like, oh, shucks, I, I can't make a move on Katie. I think that would that would be disrespectful to I was so original dis- Katie. I was so bummed when he said that. I was like... Oh, but fucking Joe, who she actually knows is okay, or Raquel. And then he and then he brought up Raquel too. I was like, oh, like come on, man. Come and on. Plus, Katie dated all of last season. Like, come on, you're trying to look like this good guy in front of all these people that don't know you or know the show. Oh, I'm still having a hard time. I don't know. Should I? Should should I? Yeah, he's painting himself into this little sainty martyr because they. Don't, he's taking advantage of their lack of knowledge of the show. It's pathetic. Um, Alex and Danielle have sex. He's so boring to me. There's like just no personality there. And of course, he's she's not, like he's trying like, to. He's psycho to me. Like I, I cannot stand guys like that. That like they're working like everybody. And like with yeah. the dumbest co- Like if those comments are working on you, like then I don't even know. I mean, maybe if you're really drunk, you're drunk or something. Oh, I can't take my eyes off you. And she's trying to do the cool girl thing, which you know is never going to work. The second that she had a second makeout or hookup, and now, and then he goes, and he starts hitting on, was it Jordan again? 
and then you know her she's got daggers like beaming and I'm like of course you yes I mean I I have done that before I've done that I played that game before and it does not feel good because the second that you play that game and be like oh like are you into my friend or whatever like then they lose they think that you are not interested and so they're like they're confused and it literally pushes them away and then it creates this like really weird feeling well and then even if she's not that into him and truly doesn't care it still hurts because you think oh, he, I'm not as good, or there's someone better, or he is more attracted to. Like, it just and hits your self-esteem. Totally. And, like, that is in, like, a normal circumstance when you may see them at, like, a bar or something like that. They're living together yeah. right it's now. in front of their face. Yes. It's yeah. your friend. So she has no choice but to put that facade up, and that sucks. And the same with, oh, this was good, Jordan and Malia. The same thing with, like, so Corey came in very unclear, like, oh, no. So, you know, Jordan was, like, still considering him. And then she saw Malia do that. And Malia's like, I was just shoving food and, like, baby birding him, which she still thought was distasteful. But I saw Jordan on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. And they were like, well, did you really think, like, she was trying to kiss him? Or was she just doing that, like, the the game or whatever they were playing? And she goes, oh, I wasn't talking about that kiss. And they're like, what? They're like, yeah, there was another kiss that the cameras didn't catch. And that's what I saw. And that's what upset me. Oh, my God. So, I, yeah. So, I don't know if she brings it up later, but that's what she said. I watch what happens live. And it's like, oh, damn, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. I still think it makes sense. Because, well, even the baby birding was too intimate, you know? Well, there's always like, I I feel like there's always that girl who's like taking it too far with a guy who you said you were, you know what I mean? It's like, we've all experienced that before where it's like, huh, you know, that's weird. reminds me of like season two of Vanderpump when Sheena's like, I'd rather get gangbanged by every single one of you in this van than go in the girls' van. (laughs) Like that was too far for Stassi. She's like, she said she's going to fuck all of these. (laughs) Not exactly what she said, but. It's yeah. fun to twist it that way. <laughs> um, and they have the same lemon verbena hand soap I noticed in their kitchen that I have in my kit- bathroom. Oh. That was very exciting. I also noticed that they had Arbor Mist. And I'd like to know who's drinking the Arbor Mist. Do you know what that is? No. Uh, I think – I feel like I've seen it. It's like Boone's Farm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say I feel like I have drank that. Um I liked the theme this week. Like, I felt like they went all in. I liked the decoration. And, um... Oh, I thought the costumes were great. The girls look fantastic. And even the guys looked fine. I just thought it was cute. Like, I liked the... That, like, they cook... You know, that he cooked the food and called his mom. Like, I don't know. I just thought... Yeah. For once, it was, like, a... Like, a full theme. And everyone, like... I don't know. It was good. It didn't bother me. I didn't know Schwartz, well, A, was afraid of horses, but um, was trampled. <laughs> but that his dad had a bar in West St. Paul, which is crazy. Huh. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to bring that up next time. Yeah. Maybe I've been to the bar. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, he was trampled. So he went on the side-by-side buggy. So those look fun. Yeah, that did look fun. Um, I really liked the, and that old rancher like jack the rancher he was hot the grandpa oh my god he uh, as soon as i I, they pulled up and they're like and that's my i was like i'm obsessed Uh, right away i was like he's the breakout star of the episode (laughs) 
I liked that Kyle, so while they took a break from side-by-siding or whatever they were doing, um, and they brought up that Casey's been talking shit on Sam, and I liked that Kyle kept standing up. He's like, mm, that's my friend, and she's not. And then Danielle stood up for her, and then like everyone like stood up for her, so I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, and then they that storyline is so awkward. And then and then how they brought it up at the dinner, too, it was like, Ugh, like it was, it's, it was uncomfortable and because uh, it was awkward when she was talking trash, and it was like, uh, this is really weird. Something and like had, you're not even going after Corey, or so yeah, it, it it kind of didn't make sense, but it was yeah. like extremely awkward, and it will be more awkward when she shows up. So I like I can't that. Wait till she shows I can't, up. I can't, I think, yeah, it's like yeah. hurry up. I know. And then Casey admits that, well, like her apology was like, I'm sorry, I grew up like in a boarding school and I guess I'm kind of a mean girl. I was like, like, I guess Instagram, she's like, I don't think I've ever even worn pink. I'm like, well, what does that have to do with being a mean girl? Hey, yeah, you could say a girly girl, but a mean girl wears pink. Um, But her, yeah, they showed her little Instagram. I'm like, yeah, you do look like a thirsty mean girl. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, okay, Katie, I already hit that, Riley shows up in flip-flops in 30-degree weather, really appreciate that, because that is me, everyone always comments, they're uh-huh. like, what are you doing in flip-flops, it's like, I'll change, just give me a minute, <laughs> so, yeah, that's you know, not a lot happening, okay, I well, oh, well to get there. yeah, well, let's, let's talk about, for a minute, Schwartz's game just like it, it kind of happens at the end of this episode yeah there's nothing that I hate more than when like I am into a guy and everyone has to go up to him to tell him to do something like Ugh. I I, there, I, I well, I'd, ra- I'd rather just team. tap out and be like nope not like not doing it also he's talking about not being disrespectful to Katie Maloney but how about not being disrespectful to Joe, the one you've been like partially living with and in a situationship with for a year or six months at this point. Like if I, you know how I would feel if I was Joe, I'd feel like Danielle watching Alex make moves on every other girl. Like, I mean, Joe is Joe and whatever we feel about her is separate from the fact that how is she going to feel when she watches this knowing she was still hooking up with Schwartz we were there that night. Like she was all, she was told this was in the middle of March. This was filmed. We saw her on March 1st or 3rd, whatever, whenever the scandal happened. I have to tell you, I'm like, I'm terrified for like to see this all unfold this season. Like I I know we're going to see it. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't was very much in the picture. So she, yes. now she has to watch this and then have him talk about being disrespectful to Katie when she's the one fucking him and he doesn't even mention her. Yeah. Rough, 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 rough. That's going to sting. Yeah. It, 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 but it just like, if it was anyone else, I'd be like, oh my God, Sarah, that can't be the case. Like there's no way. But with Schwartz, I feel like there's a way and it did happen and we are right. Yeah. But I just was like, I was like borderline embarrassed for him, you know, that like we cover Vanderpump rules and how he was acting like leading up to his kiss with 
with Katie. I was like, come on, Schwartz, like, grow some balls a little bit. Like, let's go. Like, and it's for, like, that's what this show is about. Like, just come on. Oh, my God. On Watch What Happens Live, because I think it was this episode, too. They showed, like, the dad bod, and, you know, like, Schwartz changing oh my God. or whatever. Well, then on Watch What Happens Live, there was a poll of, like, who do you think is the hottest guy in Winterhouse? And Andy, like, for a second, Schwartz started taking the lead. And Andy literally was like, wait, what, Schwartz? No, ah. wait, like, <laughs> I'm like, that was really rude. Oh. He's like, Schwartz? Like, God, no way. Like, he thought he was disgusting. Who took the lead? Corey? Um, no. I, I, shit, I can't remember. Maybe Alex. I think it was Alex. Alex and Corey up there, and then Schwartz, like, swooped in with the big lead. Yeah, people think Alex is hot. They, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, they think I'm he's not, so hot. I I'm never even there. found him hot on below deck. I'm like, eh. Yeah, um, his personality is, like, turning me off. I mean, what personality? It, exactly. <laughs> I, like, I never found Corey attractive, but at least he has a personality. It might not be, like... My, oh my God, I was listening to Lala and Jess. Oh my God, I saw Trolls on Thursday and, you know, Ooh, before it, it came out. Is it good? Yes. and But the whole time I'm like, God, whose voice is that? And I'm like, it's driving me nuts. I realized that not the whole movie, but a big chunk of the movie, Poppy's voice is just like Jess, Lala's assistant. Oh, okay. And even some of the things she says, I was like, this is Jessica. Um, but what was my point in the Alex personality? What were we talking about? Um, shoot. I don't know. I got distracted that you've seen trolls. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm dying to see and I haven't done it. Maybe tomorrow. We should go to the hundred, the hunger games. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't wait that long for you. I got to go now. And that was playing Thursday, too, but obviously I can't take the kids into the Hunger Games. Um, I might drag Ronnie. Uh, um, I want to see that so bad, too. So does Chad. Yeah. I saw the people, the main two actors on Watch What Happens Live. I had no idea who they are. I'm like, I wasn't going to watch it. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. And then he said the stars of the Hunger Games. And I was like, oh, shit, I better watch this. (laughs) So... Yeah, I I thought I I was like I thought they remade it, and I was like, what the hell? Like you can't like nothing will ever replace like my feelings no. for. And then Chad's like, no, that, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, that's so interesting. It's President Snow when he's young. Oh my god, I want to see it. So yeah, Trolls was good. I still um, want. I, I still, I still want to take up archery. I'm like disappointed in myself. I do that too. I how haven't. many groupons did we buy for Fountain Valley archery? Uh, how many times did we braid our hair and like nothing happened? <laughs> 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 like I literally like thought I was Katniss. I wanted to be her. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see it! Yay. Well, you guys, you have a long extended podcast to get you through the week because I think a lot of people aren't going to put out podcasts this week. It's Thanksgiving. you got a lot of driving to do, probably, a lot of you. Now you've got this extended one. We've got some out on Patreon. And who knows what this week will bring as well. Yeah, we we plan on bringing more. Um, Both of us have holiday experiences. I'm very much hoping that Sarah shares hers. Um, And yes, 
Join Patreon, peeps. Cool. Um, yeah, we'll get that giveaway organized with directions and yeah, promote promote that so you guys can I don't know, add some fun to your Christmas holiday, Thanksgiving, whatever season it is. I also want to see Wish. That's coming out soon. Oh, yeah. That comes out on the 22nd. See, like, we just went the last couple months with no movies. There was, like, Paw Patrol. Yeah. I love, I love like, the holiday, like, movie time. <laughs> it's so fun. Movies. There's yeah. also, like, another – yeah, there's there's something else I wanted to see. Oh, I, I still really want to see Priscilla. What's that? It's, you know, like, um, like Elvis Presley Priscilla. It's oh. supposed to be, like, amazing. Can't you just get that on? I don't know. I I thought it was at the movie theater. Maybe I'm wrong. Gosh, I'm so out of it. Hmm. All right. Well, you guys have a great Thanksgiving. We'll probably be back before then, but um, here you go. And a a lot of the shows are off this week, unfortunately. I'm really upset about that. Um, But if you want to talk some love after lockup, that is still on on Friday or 90 day on Sunday or sister wives. It's the best part of Sunday night. I think this week's going to be good. I think after teasing it for 1800 episodes, Mary might finally lay down the law and leave. They'll probably drag it out another 43 episodes, but (laughs) I'm here. And I'm happy because that means they're making more money if they're getting like episodic pay and Janelle needs fucking, they need to pay off Coyote Pass so she can fucking leave. So I need them to make money. Yes. And then then Sob and Robin can go cry by herself on the porch. (laughs) Me. So anyone wants to talk to sister sister wives, I'm very up for the. I've been been following that on TikTok a little bit. It's like very interesting when they play the clips. I'm like, ooh, the drama. Yeah, unfortunately, they basically, like, nothing happens. Every, like, one thing happens, and and it lasts about eight episodes. They just keep flashing back to that okay, one thing. Okay, okay. So, they're, it's the most drug-out series of all series. It's insane. But I'm not complaining, because I love it. So, you know, even a bad Vanderpump season, even a season nine or a season seven, is still a, it's still Vanderpump. Totally. So... <laughs> I, I all agree. right have a good weekend okay bye everybody bye